It's in us. It is in us. It is in me. Sometimes it's got to come out. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? That resurrected power of Jesus that lives in us. And it's in us to be able to step out and to do the things that he did. Like we just did. There's more for us here. I just heard, it was just like as we were singing, it's, it's like um, he said, I'm going to pour out my oil here today. I'm going to pour out that oil all over you. That Holy Spirit, that oil that wants to come and just pour down on us. Just receive that right now. We don't have to have the music going. Lord, we receive your oil, the oil of gladness, that oil that heals. It does everything that we need. It It meets every need that we have. Lord, we just thank you. In that song, one of those songs that talked about defeat, and that's one of the things I heard. Who I, I and you don't have to raise your hands, but there is some that feels very defeated here today, and I want to pray for you. And I just say, defeat must go in Jesus' name. Defeat gets under your feet. Amen. Defeat must go under defeat. <laughs> your feet get away. Defeat. You're not from the Lord. The Lord gives you the victory. Run to Jesus if you're feeling defeated. The victory is the Lord's, and he wants to give you that victory. Whatever it is that you're feeling defeated in, he wants to give you that today. Lord, we receive that from you today. Thank you that church isn't the way that it used to be. Thank you that we are out of the box of religion. We are moving with you as your cloud moves, as your spirit moves, Lord. We want to move with you. We don't need three songs and an offering and a sermon and an invitation. Lord, we want to do whatever you say, God. You come in this place. You are here. You are speaking now. You are moving You are healing. You are touching lives. Some of you are so jacked up in your heads right now. I just pray deliverance and freedom for your mind. You that are just so tormented in your heads, I say, Lord, bring the blood of Jesus over their thoughts. Bring every thought captive. In Jesus' name, freedom for you that are tormented in your minds, Lord. Bring freedom to you that are being tormented, even right here in this service. Like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Lord, you're here because Jesus loves you, and he wants to set you free today. It's what he wants for all of us. We've all got to hang up. Some of us are just better at covering it up than others. Lord Jesus, just your Holy Spirit, pour out that oil. Pour out your oil. Pour it out this morning. We receive from you that fire, Lord. Deanne, I heard the Lord say over you, I saw the words faithfulness. Lord, he is so proud of you, Deanne. He says, faithful, my faithful daughter. I love her. I'm so proud of her faithfulness to me. I speak blessings over you, Deanne, this morning. Jackson, I just heard the Lord say, keep going forward, brother. Never look back. Keep going forward. Never look back. Keep going forward. The Lord has a word for each of us here today. He is so speaking. He is so moving. We just receive from you now. Your fire, Lord. Bless you, Lord.
the resurrected power of Jesus that lives in us defeats the things that we think we can never get away from. let's just move forward with the service whatever that looks like so if the ushers will come and will receive the offering do we have um pray for kate and her mom um any other special needs or requests that you have this morning that we need to lift up okay come on eddie he says what yeah uh, golly, I had that. They called it allergies for like three weeks, I believe it was, and it just about choked me down. I was, I was just coughing, hacking all day long. And uh, last Sunday, still asked me, she said, you going to church? I said, yeah, yeah, I got to get church, get prayed for. So as soon as Dad walked in the door, I said, y'all need to pray for me. I said, the Bible says have the elders of the church pray for you. That's right. And it's worked several times for me on my shoulder and everything else, and so... And the crazy thing about it, I'm running around out there checking doors and stuff, and my nose starts bleeding. I mean, right before I was supposed to come in and get prayed for, I'm running in and I'm dabbing my nose, dabbing my nose, and I thought, great, I'm going to have to go up there with the toilet paper hanging out of my nose. And <laughs> it finally quit, and uh, within, I got up there and David, and everyone prayed for me. I would say by 2 o'clock, I felt like I'd never been sick. I was outside doing yard work and stuff time I got home. And Praise the Lord. Just that quick. I mean, just boom, just like that. Praise so, the Lord. And uh, it does work. If y'all got any problems, prayer does work. Amen. There is power in prayer. Kenny, how's your shoulder? There you go. Amen. 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 Lord, we just thank you that we can give back to you, and we ask you to bless this offering first now. I believe it is. This is first fruits. I totally forgot. So, Lord, we thank you that we can give our first fruits back to you. This is first of a new month. So, thank you, Lord. We just bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Got anything else? Do it. You're doing good. I don't think so. Hi there. Let me give you a verse for that Angie was talking about torment and things in your mind. Isaiah 26, 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Say perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee, on the Lord, because he trusts in him, because we trust in the Lord. So uh, if you're like me, you've got a mind that can just go everywhere. The battle is to put our focus on the Lord. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. That's a promise. He said, just your eyes, just fix your eyes on me. And then Hebrews 11, 2, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and yet it's seated at the right hand of God. We just bless our King. I'm glad you're here this morning. We've got some more coming in. And uh, some that's been AWOL for a while coming in, Chris. So uh, good to see you guys back. He's still got sand in his boots. and uh, So uh, let's just cross over. Let's cross over. You know Abraham crossed over? You know Abraham was a heathen? He was a heathen. Come on, Grandma. Thanks for helping me. And yet God saw something in him and started a whole race with a heathen. There's hope for all of us. So we got to cross over, though. Well, just bless the Lord. I hope you're reading that little daily devotional. Yesterday, a line in it says, We cannot stand in the storms of life based on someone else's faith. 
You, you've got to get your own. You get, you got to get your own. We've got to believe Him. We've got to stand on Him. We've got to abide in Him. What? Now, what? Faith. Say faith is. Faith is the evidence of things we hope for. There, that's the assurance of those things. The hope of those things that are going to come. We believe that. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And he that comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. We just don't always feel like walking by faith. We want to see it before we believe it. But the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Not by what we see. Not by what the doctor said, but what God says to you. What you believe. What you're going to base your life on. Let me read a few verses out of John uh, 14, uh, 15. Excuse me. <clears throat> In one of my favorites that I say every morning if you uh, he says if you abide in me verse 7 and my words abide in you ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you he said if you'll just abide in me and my words abide in you we got to think on those things instead of all those things of the past now skip over to verse uh, 12 i want to read a few verses here we think about the commandments. We always think about the Ten Commandments. But we need to think about Jesus' commandments. And a lot of people don't believe Jesus had any commands. That he just said, everything's love, everything's good. <laughs> now he said, there's some that I'm going to tell them to depart from me. I never knew you. Okay, verse 12. This is my commandment. That you love one another. Just as I have loved you. How much did he love us? Greater love has no one than this. That one lay down his life for his friends. Well we could talk about friends couldn't we? But Jesus said you're my friends. If you do what I command you. A lot of people believe claim to be a friend of God, but uh, are they obeying Him? No longer do I call you slaves, for the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends for all things that I've heard from my Father I've made known to you. Amen. So he says, we should know what to do. I've made known to you. The slave... For the slave does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends for all things that I've heard from my father. Now you remember, he's just had the last supper. He's washed the disciples' feet. He knows he's getting ready to go to the Garden of Gethsemane. He knows what's coming. And yet he says to them, I've called you friends for all things that I've heard from my father I have made known to you. It's like a last, it's a last address. And he told them, and this was a shock to them, just as it's a shock to Christians the first time we really hear this verse. He said, you didn't choose me. And we all thought, yeah, we chose. I remember God when I chose you. No, he said, I chose you first. You did not choose me, but I chose you. We're going to show you some other verses about that. And appointed you that you would go and bear fruit. Are we bearing fruit? And that your fruit would remain. So that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it. That's the same promise he has in verse 7. If you walk with me and you obey me, you bear fruit. Whatever you ask in the Father's name, He will give you. This I command you, that you love one another. It's a command of Jesus. 
to walk in love. That's like the death to self message. Those are hard messages. To wa always walk in love. But that's what he said. Let me show you another verse here. Look at uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 17. If you address as Father, the one who impartially judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your stay on earth knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your fathers. Now, we all could talk about our futile way of life that we inherited, and, and so could our forefathers talk about that. But we were redeemed with such a special person. You were redeemed with... You're not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold. Verse 19, But with precious blood, as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Christ. That's what we were redeemed with. We need to give praise and thanks. We need to depend on the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to depend on His blood. Those songs this morning were full of victory. But His Word... His word, His promises are real. He said, just live for me and just ask. If you've got the thought, I'll do it. And we all can say we've got prayers. Why haven't we heard yet? We just need to snuggle up to Jesus a little closer. Amen. We redeem with that precious blood. Verse 20. He was foreknown. Jesus was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you. For the sake of you and I, he has appeared now. Now, let me, let me look at Ephesians chapter 1, one, one verse there. Verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we'd be holy and blameless before Him in love. He said Jesus was around before the foundation of the world. And He says, but He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. He knew all about us before He created this world for us to live in. We are His idea. You're not a oops. You're a created. You're planned by Lord God Almighty. You are. But why don't we always just wake up and feel bionic? Well, there is a real adversary that wants to rain on your parade. I went out at 8 o'clock. The sun was shining. I got the paper. We'd been up a couple hours. We got ready for church. We come back out in an hour and a half or so, and it's raining. I told Dixie these long dry spells were bad, weren't they? It, it didn't rain for just a little while there. But such is life. Some of you got wet coming in this morning. Some come in, it was raining real hard there for a few minutes. But he's alive and well. He's the King of all kings. He's the Lord of all lords. The just shall live by faith. And faith, Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We have to emerge ourselves. We, we have to get to know His word, His God. And you know, I've looked through, uh, we're going to skip over to Joshua here in a minute. And... Uh, I've got to find my place here. But in reading through, just look at the Hebrews chapter 11. Just look at it. By faith, Abraham. He went out to a land not knowing where he was going. You don't know where God's taking you. We think we do. But most of you that have lived very many years have uh, 
You've made some turns you didn't have any idea about. By faith, Moses. By faith, Moses' parents preserved him for a while. It says, by faith. Sarah had faith to have a baby at 90. Come on, all things are possible. The him that believed. But we've got to believe. And there's things that we keep waiting for God to do that I'm convinced He's waiting on us to take that step. It's called a step of faith. It's called believing Him. It's called, why not me? Why not now? If I don't do this, I'm not going to do it, and it's going to get too late. It's going to be too late. I told Dixie that over 30 years ago. If we don't do this now, it's going to be too late. It's time. It is time. Joshua, when you think about Joshua's life, Joshua had followed Moses around for over 40 years. In fact, Joshua was the one that waited at the foot of the mountain on him for 40 days while he was on the mountain. Now that's a faithful friend. We can talk about friends. That's a faithful friend. He don't... Well, he's a friend. But Joshua then was given the command. And all at once, it's your turn. I've got a friend that called me the other day and his dad's real bad. And I told him this, I'm calling him a boy. He's probably 50-ish. I don't know how old he is now. When I, when I knew him, he was about this high, see? All you 50-year-old boys. So I said, look, we've, there's times we've always had somebody out there in front of us. But there comes a time when you don't. And it's your turn to step up. It's your turn, Johnny. You're at bat. And we're praying for their cousin, Lee. Liza. We're praying for her. Pray for Liza. But Joshua, in just a few years, in six years, they conquered six nations, 31 kings, because he just obeyed God. Just, he obeyed God. If you just read those, we're not going to read them this morning, but God, the thing he kept telling him, was be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. That reminds me of, of uh, Psalms 27, 14. I would have despaired if I had not believed I'd see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And there's some people in despair because things haven't happened. You've got to believe that you'll see the goodness of God in your life in the land of the living. Then the next verse says, Wait on the Lord. Be strong. Take courage. Yes. Wait on the Lord. Well, here's Joshua. And God tells him, okay, march this people over. I mean, whether he's got a million or two million, now that's a bunch. It's a big bunch. And cross the Jordan. Well, has everyone in here seen Bird Creek at flood stage? The Jordan was at flood stage. <clears throat> Can't we wait till summer? Do this in dry weather? Where's the ford? But when the priest stepped out in there with the ark, the waters rolled back. They marched across. How would you like to be in those first priests? Joshua, are you sure you got the right word on this? But by faith, they obeyed. Listen, these stories were real people of real events. And just like you're facing some something right now. Everyone in here, you're facing something right now. If you want time church is over, you'll be facing something. I pray it's good. But you will be. But they get they get the word to go capture Jericho. This great double wall city, thirty foot walls. And here's what I want you to do. Just go walk around it. Walk around it once for six days. Seven day walk around it seven times. Just blow the trumpets. The walls will fall down. You just walk in. You know what happened? That's what happened. They just crumbled. They walked in. They walked in. They killed everyone in there except one family. A prostitute. And her family. Listen, God's looking for the everybody. Whosoever will may come. Because some way or other, and you can question this, and I've thought a lot about it, 
Why did the spies go to her house? Because that's where God directed them. He knew there was somebody that would believe him. He knew there was somebody in a place they didn't want to be. They wanted out of it. But that's kind of where life had them. I even had a dream about something like that last night. We ended up going trying to get gas for a girl that had been selling her body to keep her car going. God's, listen, we're all more, we were all more down and outers than we knew when he chose us. So they conquer this great city. They put, uh, they destroy everything in it, men, women, old and young, oxen, sheep, donkey, all with the edge of the sword. Why did they get rid of their livestock too? They, they, just, they wanted everything to be blotted out of that city. But God had given them one word about that city in verse 17 of chapter 6. The city shall be under the ban. <clears throat> Excuse me. It and all that is in it belongs to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot and all who are with her in the house shall live because she hid the messengers whom we sent. You know, uh, in Acts, when the jailer was going to kill himself, and Peter said, don't do it, we're all here. Amen. And it said him and his whole household got saved. Amen. Listen, Rahab and her household got saved. They said, everybody you can get in that house, they'll be saved. Only you better have this scarlet cord hanging out the window so we'll know which house. Amen. Which, what does the scarlet cord represent? The blood of Jesus. Amen. See, the signs of Jesus, just all through the word of God. And so they take this city. And by, by the way, you know, she, Rahab ends up in the genealogy of Jesus. Just read Matthew chapter 1. One of those spies married her. I mean, there is redemption in lives. I don't care where you've been. We've all been, we've all broke all the laws. When you've broken one of them, you've broken them all. So, well, they've taken this city. They burned the city with fire and all that was in it. Only the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron they put in the treasury of the house of the Lord. In chapter 7, Joshua said, uh, Okay, guys, we've got another battle coming up. He sent some guys up to a village called Ai. Go check that out. See how big it is, what we need to do. They come back. That's a little group. We don't need everybody just two or three thousand men be plenty. It'll be enough. So they sent them up there. And you know what? A first defeat. I think 36 people were killed. They come home defeated. They got beat. It's, the Word of God says Joshua and the elders fell down and began to pray to God, verse uh, 6 of chapter 7. Joshua tore his clothes, fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until evening, both he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads. They cried out every way. They got an answer from God. Amen. Verse 10. The Lord said to Joshua, Get up. <laughs> Get up. Huh. You're looking for a revelation? God says, get up. Sometimes that's what we need to do, just get up. Get up and get to going. Rise up. Why is it that you have fallen on your face? Israel has sinned, and they have also transgressed my commandment. See, God told them everything in that first city belonged to Him. That's a a sign of the first fruits offering. And that had been transgressed. He said, bring all the people before me. Let, look at the tribes. He selected the tribe of Judah. He selected probably the great-grandparents of that tribe. They come forward. Then it come down to 
He pointed out Achan. He pointed out Achan by the Spirit of God. See, God was moving in their midst. In verse uh, 19, Joshua said to Achan, My son, I implore you, give glory to God, the God of Israel, and give praise to Him and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Truly, I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, and this is what I did. When I saw... Can you remember those times when I saw... I saw something you just had to have? I saw... I'll tell you, that big eye gets us in trouble, don't it? I saw among the beautiful spoil a beautiful mantle of shinar and 200 shekels of silver and bars of gold 50 shekels in weight. Then I coveted them and took them and behold, they are concealed in the earth inside my tent with the silver underneath it. Eddie, turn that fan on over here, would you? I've got it hid. Joshua sent, Joshua sent people to go check that out. They dug in the tent. They found those things that were hidden. They found those things. They brought them to Joshua. They took them from inside the tent, brought them to Joshua and all the sons of Israel, and they poured them out before the Lord. Then Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, the silver, the mantle. No, just that one over there. Why? They took the silver, the mantle, the bars of gold, his sons, his daughters, his oxen, his donkey, his sheep, his tent, and all that belongs to him. And they brought them to the valley of Achor. Achor means trouble. And Joshua said to them, Why have you troubled us? And the Lord will trouble you this day. And all Israel stoned them with stones. And they burned them with fire after they stoned them with stones. They raised over him a great heap of stones that stands to this day. And the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. Therefore, the name of the place has been called the Valley of Achor. I've thought about that. I remember the first time I really heard this message uh, about what happened there. I can imagine taking him and stoning him, but taking his wife, his children, everything he had, I can imagine those kids. Daddy, why are those men that we know going to throw rocks at us? Why, Daddy? Daddy's it's something to think about. When what we do comes down on our families, it's something. But really, it was because he, just, he disobeyed the Word of God. He stole from God. The first offering belongs to God. He said, you don't take what's mine, you give it to me. We don't give a tithe. A tithe belongs to the Lord. And then when the month changes, the first fruits mean that you give a little extra. First fruits, in their day, they had sheaves of grain. We called them shocks of grain, the bundles of grain. And they'd be tied up in fields. They'd put several shocks together and then... I barely got on the end of that, watching a little bit of that in early in the 40s, I guess. But now we don't see much of that because of the combines. But I like to relate it to the bales of hay. You can see a bale, a field covered with bales of hay. Maybe little bales or big bales doesn't make any difference. But one of them would represent a sheave. You bring a special offering. It's just a little additional offering on first fruits. But see, Joshua stole that. And that judgment came on them. And it cost 36 people their lives. 
because of his sin plus his family. But in chapter 8, you know, the Lord said to Joshua, don't fear. Don't be dismayed. Take all the people of war with you and go to Ai. I have given it into your hands. I've given it to you. You shall do to Ai and its king just as you did to Jericho. And its king, you shall <coughs> take only the spoil and cattle as plunders for yourself. So set an ambush for the city behind it. See, he said, this time you can have everything that's in the city. You got it? The first offering was God's. Don't touch God's. This offering, take the city. You can have everything that's in it. God wants to bless His people. And that's what they did. They didn't take two or 3,000 up there again. They took 30,000. They divided them up. Joshua says, you go behind that and set an ambush. I'll take 5,000 men. I'll come in front of it. I'll come up there like we did the first time. And when they come out, we'll just run back like we're getting defeated again. And we'll keep backing up. And we'll draw them out of the city. And you come in and take over the city. And when you've took over the city, set it on fire. And when you set it on fire, we'll see the smoke. And we'll quit backing up. I'll point my javelin. We'll come toward them. You come out from behind them. And they killed 12,000 people. You know what? They obeyed God. They did it the way He said. He is so specific in His instructions at times. But yet, you know, there's times that we all wish we had a specific word. But we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Doesn't it say that? We have the mind of Christ? We're, we have the mind of Christ. Abraham crossed over. Joshua crossed over. He, he wasn't a follower anymore. He became a leader. He took his role. He stepped into that. And became a mighty man of God. And God has put that call upon us. If His Spirit lives within you, you've got that Spirit of Joshua in you. We sang those songs about victory this morning. I'm going to see victory. The battle belongs to the Lord. But you know what? Your flesh won't always feel like the battle belongs to the Lord. You have got to... Sometimes take a deep breath and say, I know this is what God's will is. I'm, I've just got to step it out. I've just got to step it out. You may have to walk away from some things. We walked away from some folks years ago. We walked away from them. And you know, some of them are still great friends and, and some of them probably wrote us off because we didn't, fellowship with them every day like we did before but friends ought to be friends you know i saw some of them yesterday and it was just we're still friends but god sometimes separates us from people there's things that just happen in life you've made a lot of changes in your life maybe it's your vocation maybe it's your schooling something changes and but god leads us We've got to believe that He is. We've got to believe that His Word is true and it's written to us and that the promises of God are just as true today as they ever were. We've got to, to believe Him. We've got to step into that. Why not us? Why not now? What is the holdup? Well, there, there is an unseen adversary. There is. But you know what? The biggest battle is, is probably right here. It's in our heads. I mean, the enemy just ties us up with things. I, I've met with a gentleman recently, and he asked me to meet him. And then uh, he texted me the morning we were to meet and uh, told me he you know, he didn't feel real good, wanting to know if I still wanted to meet. And I said, it's up to you. I'm ready. 
He said, oh, I want to. But when we met, you know, it was just hard. Sometimes it's just hard to go do what we need to do. It's just hard to go take this, take that step. It's, that's why it's called a step of faith. That, that's why it, it's not for the, for the weak. It takes a lot of perseverance to just keep going, keep going, keep going. What's next? Another fire. I want to walk around it. He said, oh, you got to walk through it. Walk through it. But Amen. Hebrews 13, 5, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Is the Lord not our helper? That's what verse 6 says. The Lord is my helper. I didn't like those signs they had a few years ago that said God's my co-pilot. I didn't like that, but I got to thinking about that verse 6. says God will be your helper. Yet He does everything for us, ultimately, but yet He really doesn't. He says, you're going to have to walk through that door. You're going to have to take that step. You're going to have to believe that God is who He says He is and that what He's done for others, He'll do for you if you'll walk by faith and obey. That's my word for today. Are we a people of faith? We need to believe Him, see it for our nation. I was going to read this to start with. You know, we need to bless the businesses. You know, there's 110,000 restaurants that have closed during the pandemic. David Horowitz, who is a Jewish man, was an atheist, became a Christian. He writes a lot of good articles. He said, this is the first time in history where we have more enemies on our own soil than we have abroad. I'm telling you, there's a lot going on in our country that we need to be standing for and praying against. I did see a federal judge strike down a California 30-year-old ban on assault weapons. You know what today is? It's D-Day. 1944, June the 6th, they invaded Normandy. It cost a lot of lives. It cost a lot of lives for us to have the freedom that we have today. I think about those boys. I was in the army when I was 19. I can't imagine what they faced, what they walked through. Knowing that a lot of them wasn't going to come home. But such is life. And you've saw a lot of Christians give it up. You've, lo you've saw a lot of Christians. We've had people come and I thought, I, they've got it. They're going to make it. And you know, just all at once, we thought, whatever happened to them? Whatever happened to them? Thomas and Mary are one. There's others. Where are they? It's a walk of faith. It is not, I'm going to wake you up gently in the morning and sing you a little lullaby and have breakfast ready for you. It may be more like the army. About the first morning I was there, they turned a bunk over with a guy in the top. I was a light sleeper. I didn't have any trouble getting up. All that's true in Mother Goose, but it's not true in the kingdom of God. It says, with tribulation. But he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Come on, stand up if you want to believe God. See, is He the God? Is the Lord Jesus Christ the King of your life? If you've got something in your life you want to bring to God this morning, if He's speaking to you about something, if you just know you need more of Him, you're welcome to come pray. You can pray where you are. If you want us to pray with you, we'd love to pray with you. But just obey God. We started out, Jesus said,
Walk in love. Love one another. He said, obey my commands. We bless you, Lord. Come on. Used to be the little children would lead you. Now Grandma will lead us to the altar. Lord, we bless them. Pray for her arthritis. Lord, just come. Just obey the Lord this morning. Dixie, anoint her hands. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are. Isn't that a great song? Because of who you You know him. Come on, take a step of faith this morning. Whatever you're battling, take a step. Move in that situation you know to move into. Pray for Angel. She's believing for her family to come into the kingdom. They have brought her family in. your provider, he's your healer. Oh, he's a great God. He loves us. He loves us. He hates sin, but he loves us. Lord, we believe that you're ministering to Kate's mother this morning. Let's have church. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. You see, Oh, he is your provider. If he's not, ask him why. Cross over. Cross over. Take that step. Get where he wants you to be. believing for her whole family. Rahab 
got her family out. I'm believing for Angel's family. I'm believing for your family. What else this morning? Holy Spirit, just continue to have your way. We lift up and exalt Jesus Christ. We bless you, Lord. Thank you that you meet with us. Thank you for your presence. Lord, I decree that you're sufficient to meet every need that we have. And Lord, we cry out to you for the lost and the unchurched of this region. We call them in in Jesus' name. We decree your lordship over this city and over this region. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Just don't miss Wednesday night. Amen.